This is Olga Salinas, and welcome to Ponytails, conversations and coffee with amazing people, both within the College of Health Sciences and external to our organization here at Boise State University. They are wise, they're bright, they're funny, just overall cool. I'm so glad you're here. That was, that's fantastic. I got to ask, what gave you that courage to move from Boise, Idaho, all the way up to the University of Virginia? Tell me what did that for you? Yeah, I get that a lot. People in Virginia are like, Idaho, what brought you out here? So (laughs) um, yeah, it was definitely unexpected. I didn't anticipate ever living in Virginia, especially immediately after graduation, but I had the opportunity to do a remote clinical experience, which you'll have access to in your second, uh, I think it's second semester of your final year in the program. And um, I originally wanted to go to North Carolina because I had family there, but that ended up not working out. So I came to Virginia and just really fell in love with the atmosphere at the hospital. Um, I, I had a heart for kids and babies. I was a premature baby myself, and now I get to help care for them. Um, and it just kind of fell into place. They had an opening. And so it was mainly the job that brought me out. I also had supportive family that was willing to let me travel. And just, I was in a place where I'm young and I was just open to getting a broader experience um, at University of Virginia Medical Center. So. Very prestigious a- location as well. Well, thank you. Yeah. So in that move, what did you do to go about building your community? Because now you had to start from scratch. Yep. Yeah, I had a feeling that would probably be the hardest part. And I would say now that I've been here uh, over two years, um, finding community has taken the longest amount of time. But really, it's just I thought it was about kind of putting myself out there, uh, getting involved with coworkers. Um, There's a lot of outdoorsy things to do in the Charlottesville area. So I just tried to get to know the area go out to coffee shops, ask the locals questions about where the best places to eat are. Mm-hmm. I like being active, you know, where the best hiking is. The Shenandoah National Park is right here, pretty close. Um, and You're so, a runner, right? Yeah, I like to run. Um, I kind of like to do it all. Um, but yeah, I have been, I've done some 5Ks here and I'm not the most avid runner, but I do enjoy running um, among other activities, hiking, playing sports. Um, And so I also got involved um, in church out here. And then I also got involved with a gym membership. And um, I also just got involved with some of the activities. They have like Fridays after five here Mm -hmm. in the summertime this year. Kind of like our Wednesdays after Live yeah. Five kind of things. Used to, oh, okay. All right. And food trucks. And it's mm-hmm. on the downtown mall in Charlottesville. And when I first moved here, I would go to a lot of those to just be around people and get to know yeah. people um, in the community. Um, so, yeah. Did you feel that was kind of like that first few weeks? Was it a hard transition? Um, honestly, I think the first few weeks was like the honeymoon phase. Like everything was new. Everything was exciting. It was a little tough. I ended up moving into my apartment, like sight unseen, but that ended right. up working out really well. Um, but uh, yeah, once I settled in and, you know, some of that newness wore off and the reality set in, there was definitely some challenges. Um, 
it does take time to form, you know, those deep relationships and friendships that I'm thankful to have now. And so I think, you know, take that into consideration. Like, I'm really happy to be here. I have no regret of coming here, but just getting started and forming those friendships, you know, is a challenge because a lot of times it does take time to build strong sure. friendships and relationships, but everybody was really friendly. So. And I think given the opportunity, people are really <laughs> friendly, willing to welcome you in. And it's not like you lose the friends you had before. It's really just in addition to, not a loss of, is yeah. I think the way, yeah, still in touch with way to do it. Well, since you made that move, there's a couple of things I wanted to um, ask you. And that was like, what do you think was one of the biggest benefits of making this move for you? Yeah, that's, that's a big question. And I took some time to think on it. Um, I think honestly, um, the professional growth I've had, I knew coming out to University of Virginia, it's a teaching hospital. That means I have the opportunity to teach, but I also have the opportunity to learn from a lot of wonderful physicians, nurse practitioners, respiratory therapists that are my colleagues um, in our uh, field and um, just the different areas I've been able to grow in working in children's. I've, there's a congenital, pretty big congenital heart program out here. I know in Idaho, we don't exactly have one of those right now. And so that's a huge population of kids I get to work with. We do transplants. We've done, helped a lot of kids with heart defects. Um, wow. And just learning like big time with just like advocating. And as I've grown, it's also helped me as a person, as an adult, come into being an adult and um, learn to work in a team environment at work, but also um, kind of just grow and develop and be able to stand on my own and rely on my clinical judgment skills. And that's even helped me in my own life, just, you know, having self-confidence, having that belief in myself that can carry over to other aspects of my life as well. Um, right. That's very powerful. That really is very powerful, that ability to know, take a look at yourself and say, yeah, I've made this big change. I'm still standing. Not yeah. only am I still standing, but I'm thriving. <laughs> That's a wonderful yeah. thing. Are there any particular moments that you can identify that you can say were like really big lens changing, perspective changing, aha moments in this two-year span now? Yeah, I think there's a couple that have come to mind for me. Um, one was a little bit smaller. It came when I was newer, when I was still on orientation. I was working with a respiratory therapist. Um, we were kind of working together and she was, um, you know, very passionate and good at her job. And she said, you know, I know right now, like everything's so new. It's, it's like pulling all of you in and it's exciting and, um, and it is a big deal and still always do, you know, the best you can in your job for the patients and families we care for. But she said, you know, one day you're going to wake up and your job is going to be your job. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? Like, you know, <laughs> and I was like, what does that mean? You know, and I think as I've grown a little bit, I've realized like, I love my job. I'm getting to live out my passion and grow and become a better clinician every day that I get to practice. Um, but also recognizing, you know, that there's a balance to life and trying to maintain that balance. Um, I've always been like pretty conscientious in school. I was really tough on myself and dedicated a lot. And I think, you know, there's definitely a degree that you need to do that, but 
just trying to keep it all in perspective and stay balanced with family time and with activities or things that you enjoy. So I've kept that to heart. And then the second was I actually got to go on a medical mission in my first year of being an RT. I went to Honduras oh. and I served in a neonatal ICU um, at a community government-run hospital, government-funded hospital down in San Pedro Sula with a couple of my colleagues. And that was really the big eye-opening thing of just how blessed we are. I mean, I know there's a lot in our healthcare system that isn't right, but just to know, you know, the things we have access to, I mean, to see, you know, they don't have respiratory therapists down there. It's a shared responsibility, mainly between the physicians and the nursing staff. And mm. They only had like nine ventilators to their hospital. Their medical students would say wow. things like, it's normal for me to have to bag a, a baby for at least four hours a shift because they don't have a ventilator. Wow. Um, and even like simple things like bubble CPAP, you know, you learn about with babies. Um, we were building that from scratch. So we did that in Boise State's program and I actually wow. put that to use in Ontario. I was gonna say, great prep. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> Which you. Which class was that? Uh, it was our lab for neonatal peds with uh, Ryan for Forbush. So uh -huh. <laughs> shout out yeah. to that. Um, wow. But, uh, you're, you're probably wondering, when am I going to do this? And oh, goodness, I yeah. just did this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great for troubleshooting, but also in those situations, just making do and seeing how hard their staff worked. It was just mm -hmm. incredible to just get to experience that. Um, those are two really great aha moments um, in your life. And I think that the first one also to come back to you is that that balance, because certainly a position like this, like the one you've got, can take it all out of you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's draining, it's hard, it's emotionally hard, and you're committed to your profession. You're a professional, you're committed to doing well, your best in this, but if you don't take care of yourself, you yeah. will burn out. Right. And you, you can't care. The, the old saying, it sounds like a cliche, but it's absolutely true. Right. You can't care for others unless you are mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually healthy yes, as well. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of that balance. I've tried to right. live by with that first experience I mentioned. Um, right. You were always involved in a lot of things. I remember when you were here as a student, cause you were with the Meisterstingers, you were, you did a lot of things to try to make sure that you maintain the totality of who you were as a human being. Yeah. And I think that's very important. Good on you. Um, you are now, I think you actually certified, is that, am I right? Uh, as a, I did get my certification as a neonatal pediatric specialist. Yeah. Yes. Right. So then the point I'm trying to make here is that beyond the RRT, beyond getting your license um, after graduating from Boise State University, is that there's continued growth within the field as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, you can continue to specialize in different areas. Yeah, asthma educators, another one, PFTs, the adult critical care specialist. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, when somebody finds their passion respiratory, there's a lot you can do. You can work in sleep medicine if you don't want to be in the ICU. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy being in critical care, but not everybody wants to do that. And that's what's right. really nice about respiratory. There's a wide avenue of outpatient and inpatient opportunities. Um, Excellent. Excellent. So freshman Kendra, yes. I remember seeing freshman Kendra when yes. she first started to now independent, completely on her own Kendra. Looking back now, 
Is there anything you would say to freshman Kendra? Or as I, when I wrote to you, I said, Kendra, Ken, Maria's, Antonio's, whoever is out there looking at this right now and saying, I'm at the beginning of this road. You're my goal right there. You're the example of my goal, but I'm at the beginning of this journey. Anything you would like to share? Yeah, um, that was a great question. And um, I definitely took some time to reflect on where I was because you're right, I've changed a lot and a lot's changed in my life since then. Um, I would just say, you know, just keep that goal and make smaller goals along the way. Um, and just, you know, remember like, yes, you know, school, the grades, all that is important, but just remembering, you know, if you're passionate, if you're engaged, if you're authentic and you're genuine, like you will learn and grow. Um, also, you know, you don't have to have it all together. Um, life is a journey. I mean, I started as a freshman and had never heard of a respiratory therapist. I did not even know what it was. I didn't know it existed as a career choice. Um, and then I fell into it and I've enjoyed it. Um, I had no clue I would, you know, move to Virginia. I mean, if you would have told me that as a freshman, I was like, I would say, what? Virginia? I don't know anybody in Virginia. Right, right. Um, or go to Honduras in my first year, you know, get those experiences. I had always dreamed of doing medical missions. That was another goal for me that mm -hmm. I hope to continue. Um, and so just as, as, um, as you're going through and even, you know, when you become a new grad, the other thing I would say is as when I was a new grad, a part of me thought, okay, now I need to have it all together. I need to know I'm not a student anymore. I need to know these things. And what I can encourage you in is, you know, if you dedicate, if you're engaged in the program, like you're going to have the tools that you need to be competent, but your employer knows that you're a new grad and your colleagues know you're a new grad and they don't expect you to know, you know, everything. They, they don't think you're going to know everything. And, um, and so for me, just being able to work with them, learn from them, ask questions, I'd also say, you know, be a sponge, be humble, respect the team around you and ask questions no matter, you know, no matter where you are in your journey, always keep asking questions and you'll keep growing. So it's a lifelong growth, isn't it? It's yep. there's no such thing as one and done. Did it, got, <laughs> I'm, yep. I'm finished. It's a constant. And I think in healthcare, even the things that you think, you know, all of a sudden a patient presents with something, something that you're like, what? What oh, just yeah. happened? <laughs> One thing to, I mean, example of that, it's one thing to know, okay, you know, like airway resistance with the breathing tube. If it's a small breathing tube, like I work with in babies, you can get, you know, a higher resistance. And I had a post-op heart kid that had some post-op bleeding and plugged the breathing tube off with a, with some blood and mm -hmm. you know, had to bag the baby. The first time that happened, definitely my adrenaline was running. And now, you know, you see that time and again with our especially with some of our smaller babies that need smaller right. breathing tubes. But right. yeah, you just kind of roll with the punches and learn from and keep learning from experiences. So I love what you said there. Kendra, you've been amazing. Thank yeah. you for having this conversation with me. I asked, I didn't, I didn't send this to you, but I was just wondering, as um, I've asked this of Ryan and of other instructors, and I was just wondering, is there any, like, now this is a sidebar. It doesn't have to be science. It doesn't have to be, um, related to the profession but i'm just wondering are you reading is there anything that you're reading right now yeah um i mean i do try to stay up with you know some of the mm -hmm. sure. care and things um currently uh personally i am doing some reading um i'm reading one book it's called you're the girl for the job and it's 
kind of about some of the things we've just talked about um, and just uh, being encouraged um, in community. Um, that's completely sidebar, that's off of. Um, and then um, I'm also doing some reading. I'm taking a couple classes and using some continuing education um, that UVA offers. And so I'm uh, actually uh, reviewing some anatomy and physiology. So I'm reading in there currently we're talking about the makeup of organs and tissues and that's been really interesting just to break it down uh -huh. um, so wide range of love it right now yeah love it thank you so much i like to always ask that question so that the people who are watching the students who are watching can see that there's a whole person here you yeah know, that's doing many many types of different things so yeah. andrea you've been great thank you so much i hope you've all enjoyed this and we'll do this again Great. Well, thank you so much.